Sony. Good afternoon, Canada. Today's date is Monday, September 21st, 2020, and this is a Canadian Common Sense rant. I'm Lewis, coming to you from British Columbia's Okanagan Valley, and BC is going to the polls on October 24th, a whole year before the next election is scheduled. Uh, This is a completely unnecessary election. The NDP uh, have been ruling as a majority government um, with the help of the um, uh, three seats that the Green Party has uh, given them as a coalition government um, for the past three years. The NDP, to their credit, has done a very good job with the COVID-19 pandemic. I haven't agreed with everything they have done, but uh, I think that they have done a better job than pretty much every government in this country. Um, And that pains me to say that because I, as you know, am a conservative and the NDP are anything but. But I have to give credit where credit is due. They have done a great job handling the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, the problem is, is there's no need for an election. Yes, technically it's a minority government, but like I said earlier, they've been ruling as a majority with the help of the Green Party. And there is no, uh, absolutely no need for an election, consider, except for the fact that the NDP are riding really high in the polls. And this is a great opportunity for them to get a majority government and, and secure another four years. Now, the problem is that the BC Liberals are being led by Andrew Wilkinson. And Andrew Wilkinson has not done a very good job of getting British Columbians to uh, get to know him. He has not done a very good job of getting the BC Liberal message out there. Uh, Now, as I have told you before on this show, the BC Liberals are not technically liberals. They are liberal in name only. There's uh, a, a portion of the membership is liberal, but I would say a majority of the membership, or at least 50% of it, uh, are conservatives. It is a coalition party. It is not a liberal party. The old social credit party, when it folded, uh, the the members uh, from that party signed up as members of the BC Liberals and basically took it over. Um, now, they... I have to admit, uh, I supported Andrew Wilkinson in his leadership bid. 
Uh, he is a very smart man. Uh, he, he, I met him and I had a face-to-face conversation with him and face-to-face one-on-one, he's excellent. He's a very good speaker, very, very intelligent, gets his message across. He listens. Um, and, uh, and I was really impressed with him. However, when he's talking to BC on TV or the radio or on the internet, he does not come off very well. He's, uh, he comes off a little awkward and doesn't, he, he's very good at insulting his opponent but he's not, and he, and he is good at, at getting his message out, but because he tends to take a swipe at his opponent before telling you what he'll do, you kind of forget about the second part of, of when he's talking. And it's because he's always got to go for that attack first. And, uh, and unfortunately, I really don't see the BC Liberals doing very well in this election. I think it's going to be very bad for them. I think the Green Party is going to end up with two seats. They may lose a seat, but they may end up just keeping those three seats. And the BC NDP are going to run away with this. It is going to be a landslide victory for the NDP. That is my prediction. The only way this is not going to go well for the NDP is if something catastrophic happens during the campaign. And I mean, it's got to be catastrophic. Because otherwise, the NDP is going to run away with this. And it sucks. It really sucks because whenever the NDP is in power, they tend to have... Lots of labor strife, believe it or not. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of fascinating how when the NDP are in power, there's always strikes, public sector strikes, just tons of them. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the public sector unions figured, you know what, we got them there, they better give us what we want. And... Whenever the NDP come into power in BC, that happens. They get lots of public sector strikes. And you quickly find out, as an NDP MLA or, or premier or minister, that you don't have enough money to fulfill all your promises. And the NDP have done things uh, recently, such as brought in no-fault insurance in BC. Which, I haven't heard a single person even ask for it. We all, everybody I know has been asking for private insurance, like Alberta has, because their rates are like 40% less than BC's. The NDP's response? No, you're going to keep buying your insurance from ICBC, but we're going to do no-fault insurance. Yeah, nobody asked for that. Whenever the NDP's in power, we get tax increases. And 
So for the next four years, I just see a lot of tax increases. I see uh, lots of labor strife in the province, public sector labor strife. I see uh, the, the big one being, uh, I see a lot of foreign investment being pulled from our province. And we're going to have a really, really tough recovery uh, uh, from COVID because of that. So, unfortunately, I don't have anything but bad news to, to predict here today. But whenever the NDP is in power, that's what happens. Lots of bad news. Of course, barring this COVID-19 and how they did a very good job of handling it. The NDP, for the most part, is just bad news, bad news, bad news. And that's what we're going to have for the next four years. A lot of bad news. Thanks, Canada. Talk to you soon.